Welcome to God Signs, the radio ministry of Deaf Bible Society of Arlington, Texas. This ministry is dedicated to the mission of translating the Bible into every signed language on earth, all 400 of them. That's an enormous task. And this program exists to help you understand the great need in hopes that you too will want to participate in this amazing effort. I'm Marshall Lawrence. Typically, this is the time I introduce J.R. Bucklew to host the program, but for the next several weeks, J.R. will be away on a special assignment. So today, it's my honor to introduce you to the new host of God Signs, Chantelle Pagan. Chantelle? Thanks so much, Marshall. So happy and privileged to be able to spend the next several weeks with you all, especially for today, as I'll get to introduce our co-interim CEO, who I have the privilege of serving with, um, Aiden, Aiden Burke. Aiden Burke, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Chantel, uh, for inviting me today. I'm very happy to share my life experiences. Yeah, we have a really wonderful program set up today where we'll be able to introduce you to Aiden's experiences, his backgrounds as a deaf individual, what his life looked like growing up and his experiences within the church, and also his experiences being a Bible translator himself. Yes to all of that. Let's see, where do I start? I was the only deaf person to be born into my family. At that time, my dad had concerns like, how do I raise a deaf child to believe in God? My family had a Catholic background, but decided to leave the Catholic church. They found a deaf church meeting in a local Baptist church where I started attending, then later joined. In the deaf church, I was surrounded by many other deaf people and was exposed to a deaf environment and sign language. From then on, the deaf church became my church, and through it, I was saved. Out of the four kids in my family, I was the first one saved. I was only seven years old, and my parents were blown away at how quickly I assimilated into the church. They saw how important language exposure and integration was and how it impacted me. Throughout the years, as I grew and continued going to the deaf church, my understanding of the Lord grew. I had access to deaf teachers and Sunday school with direct communication. But I remember one of the biggest things that challenged and impacted me was how my deaf pastor would use a written text English Bible to teach us. Since it was in English, an English sentence structure, I often wondered, how does he or any leader understand it? He would look down at the written passage and sign it in English order, which didn't make much sense and was quite boring to me. And since he was looking down while reading, there was no connection of eye gaze and expression, which is all a part of sign language structure that I could grab hold of. Of course, what he was trying to do was good. He had good intentions to share God's word. Still, again, we were at the mercy of their thought process and the choosing of the right language, rules, and grammar to represent God's word and his ideas, and that part always bothered me. But it didn't stop me from having a relationship with God, no. I continued to flourish throughout my childhood. Even being exposed to God's Word in written English at the time still kept me in a relationship with God. 
I got involved with a college ministry. I worked with nine-year-olds, then a door kids program. Those programs had special kids songs. All of those things were great experiences for me. They helped me stay inside the best Christian environment. Then, after college, I moved around a lot and found myself in Minnesota at just the right time in the right place. I found a group of people at Deaf Harbor. They were involved in the work of Bible translation. They came to me and said, Aiden, you sign and you're involved in several things. Why don't you join our translation group? Next thing I knew, I was head over heels in their translation world, and through that, I realized the significance of sign language Bible translation. I knew their work was very important, and so when I started to work behind the scenes, I realized there were a lot of challenging things like doctrine and linguistics that had to be adapted. I look back now on all of our heated discussions over language issues, all the things that bothered me. I look back now and I think, I'm happy I was involved with translation work. As a result of that, someone contacted me about the job that I now have at Deaf Bible Society. One thing just led to another, and now as I take on the role as interim CEO, I can see how we can come alongside and support the translation efforts, get the proper training and equipment and other necessities met. I'm so happy now to look back, see how it all fits, and know that I'm here to support those needs and the decisions that need to be made to support the teams to make a better place for them anywhere in the world so others get to experience the best translation possible. Yeah, thank you so much, Aiden, and it's true. Um, the mission is so great, 400 or even more sign languages waiting to have access to God's Word in their sign language, and it will take the raising up of other deaf individuals like yourself to be able to give them an opportunity to be immersed in that translation process as well. Yes, I agree. We are definitely here to help make that happen. I always remember the scriptures that say, God doesn't forget the sparrow. He still remembers. I consider every community and every language as one sparrow that God remembers. I always love that verse. That's why I feel that every day I wake up, I thank God for helping me help the one sparrow at a time to make one translation to happen at a time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll take one step at a time, and God's eye is on the sparrow. And he sees us, and he is encouraging you and many other deaf individuals as you share your story today. You know, here at Deaf Bible Society, we are committed to providing God's Word in every sign language, and we're excited for the ways that God has allowed and equipped so many talented and brilliant deaf individuals to all be lined up for such a time as this. And can you share a little bit about um, some of the wonderful things that the team you're leading are getting to work on in terms of translation projects around the world? Sure. Right now, my focus is on the translation acceleration team, uh, the Bible acceleration team. Right now, they are in transit to other countries to develop networks to see if other groups or people are interested in Bible translation. Specifically, we have our eye on Estonia and other countries like Azerbaijan and Croatia. We're encouraging them to establish and start their own translation. It just seems like God's timing is perfect to bring everything together for these languages that are coming into the forefront. At the same time, I'm keeping my eye on our partners like Finishing the Task 
and how they can become involved, leading more languages to become ready for translation and more people to become saved so that they can come back and start translation for God's Word in every sign language. So I've got my eye on what God's doing and the movement that's occurring, and to be a place to be the bridge that connects the missionary, the church planter, and the translation team so they can work together to further God's kingdom, his kingdom to come in sign language. There may not be many stories that you hear about now, but when we get to heaven, we'll all see and hear and know everything that we've done and how that has impacted people tenfold. Right now, we have no idea how many we're impacting. We just need to roll up our sleeves and do what is necessary and see what God has planned as we walk by faith. Yeah, that's so good. And I personally do look forward to the many wonderful stories that we'll hear when we get to heaven of the way that the Lord strategically lined up all things to work out for good. would love to know more about is this idea about language itself and the value of sign languages and how that really is the starting point to getting translation work started for deaf communities is validating the sign languages that they use. Is that right? Right. Deaf Bible Society has a language team in place to gather and catalog a repository of all sign languages. We call this project Advetis. That project continues to collect data that accurately identifies roughly 388 sign languages. Of course, people will have a variation on the definitive number. Still, we'll continue to encourage collaboration on this with our partners for accurate data. This information building takes time. Again, it's about unity. Like Jesus said to pray for people to be in unity. It's obvious that Jesus' presence was there. The same with us. If we are not unified, it's obvious that the presence of the Lord is missing. So, I think it's so important for all of us to be working in unity. And that takes time for all things to come together. And throughout time, more and more people will come to understand just how to utilize language inventory. For example, it can help a missionary to identify a deaf people group for church planting purposes. The country, the language, which languages are left. Oh, uh, the other sparrow to be identified. Sometimes different missionaries will look at different languages and then choose which language they'd like to work in based on specific criteria. The problem with that is that minority groups are often left behind, like a small island with only 500 deaf people. They are God's people too, who need his word. So I believe in the near future that we will finally arrive at the point when we come together to identify the lost and left sparrow. Mm -hmm. So it's important that we continue our work in Adventus, collaborating with all partners. This is the time to allow God to do his work and just walk in faith, following his shadow, along the way asking God for his guidance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we had um, the privilege of hearing from Beth Cook leading the Adventus Project and really encouraging us in the ways that linguistic research really is helping us to accelerate Bible translation for deaf people and for deaf communities. And that is a win. And we're excited to rejoice in the ways that the Lord is utilizing technology and the way that he's bringing people together 
to help sharpen us. And as Aiden mentioned, you know, this is a big task and we don't want to do it outside of partnership. Collaboration is necessary for this movement to thrive. And we are excited for any person who would be interested in saying, what can I do to support this Bible cause, the deaf Bible cause, to move forward and to be advanced? Many of you who have listened to the program before might have heard the term, the last frontier of Bible translation. And we feel that the translations for deaf communities really are the last frontier. And God is working in tremendous ways to bring scripture to life amongst his people, Um, whether it is the deaf populations with millions or it is like Aidan mentioned, that small island of 500 deaf individuals that are waiting to know the good news and the hope that we we find in scripture. And so one one area that I want to make sure we cover today and that we are encouraged by is just looking at some areas that scripture encourages us with that we find in in John chapter 14. And I'm, I'm reading out of the Passion Translation where it says, don't worry or surrender to your fear. For you believed in God now, trust and believe in me also. My father's house has many dwelling places. If it were otherwise, I would tell you plainly. Because I go to prepare a place for you to rest, and when everything is ready, I will come back and take you to myself, so that you will be where I am, and you already know the way to the place where I am going. That's what Aiden is referring to here, is what Jesus shares with us, a place that he's prepared for us, a place where he can draw us into himself, every person, every hearing person, and every deaf person. So Aiden, what have been some of the uniquenesses that you see here leading at Deaf Bible Society? What does the culture look like? Here at Deaf Bible Society? Um, hmm. Let me see. One unique thing about the environment at DBS is we are deaf-centric and sign language-centric. Every employee, those who are deaf and sign fluently to those who are CODAs, or child of deaf adults, are welcome as well as those who are hearing without a sign language background who are willing to learn sign language. All are welcome into our deaf-centric environment to create a place with a common goal to see God's Word come alive in sign language for all. I want to note that every person feels very blessed. Each staff has a common understanding that even though we face language and communication challenges, we have a common goal to serve God first, to serve Jesus and get his word in sign language. So I feel very blessed to work in an environment where everyone is like-minded. Even though there are language challenges and communication challenges, we still forge forward to create unity for the sake of his word so that he can reach every person. It's a very educational experience to gain experience. Our work with donors, different partners, really, it's such a blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all in all, I'd have to agree. It, it is a blessing. And I love that there's so much honesty in your statement that it, it's also challenging. There are some challenges with coming together and working in unity. 
I think that that's why that the Lord addresses it so often in Scripture is because he knows that we'll need to be sharpened in this area in our, our human nature. But he's choosing to use different avenues and ways in communication to, one, bring us together, but two, draw us closer to him. And that truly is the beauty of the sign language Bible translation movement, is that through language, specifically sign languages, God is uniting people through communication for community with the body, but most importantly, for community with Jesus Christ himself. And that is just such an exciting thing to be reminded of. And for those of you who are sitting in your car and you're so puzzled of like, what does a sign language centric environment look like? Well, I can tell you it can be pretty quiet or it can be pretty loud, (laughs) but it's wonderful. It's unique and you walk in and you're greeted with energy and vibrancy expression in a new way. And I personally love that about Deaf Bible Society in the ways that I truly believe that when the Lord dispersed languages all across the, the world after the, the Tower of, of Babel, I believe that in that, portions of Christ and God's character were established within those languages and in those community groups. And so if you ever have the opportunity to come, stop by, take a tour of Deaf Bible Society, I can guarantee that you will be introduced to a new aspect of the glory of Christ. And it's when we all come together in the ways that he has shaped us, that he has designed us, that we see a more full and more beautiful depiction of who God is in his glory. So Aiden, can you share with us some of the ways that you've seen Christ be glorified in the deaf community here in the United States recently? Oh, wow. Um, I believe through the Deaf Bible app with access to the American Sign Language Version Bible, In chronological Bible stories, we're seeing a shift in the American deaf population. Last year, I went to a men's retreat, and I was sitting, watching people reframe Bible content. One person was sitting close to me. They were interested in the biblical story about the woman at the well. I told that person, you know, we do have that story on the deaf Bible app. As I pulled out my phone, the person remarked that it was just faster to read the text. I didn't say much to the person, but watched the story and noticed that the man was trying to sign the text to himself. That was just one incident, one part that I noticed will change. I'm now seeing more and more deaf leaders use signed scripture, often in their teaching and personal use. They don't need to try and sign it and make sense of it. It's already done for them. As more people start to become aware of it, start using it in their sermons in Sunday school, and being able to answer the questions that come up in church and get involved in the discussions. That's a very powerful moment when we witness a shift in perception allowing the audience to be able to participate fully in God's story and no longer feel rejected or inadequate, but rather equal. Overall, that's the change I see now. 
More and more deaf communities are starting to reveal that they are true followers of Jesus. Before, there may have been more deaf communities who were genuinely unsure, but now confidence is emerging and truth is being revealed as God's word in sign language is starting to pull those communities out into the light and where we are now starting to see a new generation come and we want them to be welcomed. I love that. We want them to speak into the church as a direct connection to God's word in their own language. I'm starting to see that now. Just in the last few years, I see that change. Yeah. We need to continue to pray to see more of that kind of change in every church, a hearing or deaf church, a church with interpreted services, whatever type of church we want to see more and more deaf people taking the lead because they have a direct connection through God's word in sign language. So we look forward to that. I love that, Aiden. That is Christ and his glory being revealed to deaf communities through God's word. Wow, what a powerful presentation by a man who has a great heart and a great passion for his work and a great vision for the deaf community, his community, worldwide. I first met Aiden when he was about nine years old doing one of those children's videos he talked about today. He was impressive then. He's impressive now, not just for his talents, which are considerable, but for his love of God and his desire to see deaf people around the world come to love God too. Aiden sees how the depth and the strength of the deaf church worldwide has been greatly enhanced by the release of more and more passages of God's Word in sign language. The signed languages of the world are not derived from spoken languages. They're indigenous languages born out of the deaf experience in each country or region. Since you're listening to this program, I assume you already know the power of God's Word in your own life. You and I have never lived today when we couldn't pick up a full Bible, translate it into English or Spanish, in multiple formats, and drink deep from its matchless depths of truth. But that's just not the way it is for deaf people. At this moment, there's not a full translation of the Bible into any signed language in the world. Not yet, anyway. Would you please join Deaf Bible Society's effort to bless deaf people around the world in the same way that you and I are blessed, by being able to read the Bible in our own native language? Please go to GodSigns.com and find a Bible translation project you can support with a portion of your income that you can give back to Him. Deaf Bible Society cannot do the work they need to do, without the support of people like you who believe in the work of Bible translation and are willing to support it through their prayers and offerings. Godsigns.com Deaf people around the world are depending on you. Thank you so much. Now here's Chantel with some closing thoughts. Friends, can you remember the time, the moment, when God's word in your heart language gave you that direct access to Jesus and to his presence. Well, that's what here at Deaf Bible Society, we're all about those types of moments for deaf people to engage with God's word, his Holy Spirit, and have a divine and wonderful relationship with their Lord, Savior, and friend, Jesus Christ. So if you'd like to partner with Deaf Bible Society, I encourage you, go to godsigns.com to learn more. Or visit us at DeafBibleSociety.com to learn more about our mission and vision to see God's Word provided in every sign language. 
Thank you, Chantel. This has been quite a day on God Signs, hasn't it? We know this is a very different kind of radio program than you've ever heard before. Every week we're here talking with you about people and situations that are quite unlike those most of us have grown up with. Ministry in the deaf community requires a different way of thinking because the deaf have a different way of thinking. Deaf people interact with the world visually and tactily. That means they have a whole different set of common experiences than you or I have had as hearing people. They hear through their eyes and talk with their hands. Now, that doesn't make them any less aware of what's going on, but it does mean that they learn their native language visually, not orally, like we hearing people do. So we need to take great care to be sure deaf people have the same access to God's truth in their native language as we do in ours. That's why we've made a video version of this program in American Sign Language for the deaf to enjoy at GodSigns.com. So please tell your deaf friends to go to GodSigns.com. Thanks for listening and for praying for this ministry. I'm Marshall Lawrence. God bless you.